Hey, it's Nick, and welcome to the Upgraded Executive Podcast, where my good friend Ben and I discuss the tools, techniques, and strategies that you can use to upgrade your own personal and professional performance. We have recorded the first 10 shows, and we will be releasing these over the coming weeks, so be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out. In this episode, Ben and I are discussing how to achieve balance between your work and your personal life. Firstly, we discuss what having balance really means, and then we move on to the tools, techniques, and strategies that you can use to ensure you achieve that balance for yourself. Hey Ben, how are you doing? Great, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, sir, very, very good. Super. So today we're talking about balance and how we achieve more balance in life. Yes. So what does, what does balance mean for you, Ben? Um, I think previously it meant the wrong kind of balance or no balance whatsoever mm-hmm. and I was unconscious in terms of how I was planning my life and what was actually happening mm. so I wasn't putting any really conscious energy or effort into what exactly I was spending my time on mm. um, meaning that I didn't really focus on anything particularly well so for me what I've experienced, particularly with my clients, is, is that people tend to put themselves, they get the balance in the wrong order. Yeah. So they tend to put work first, yep. family second, and then themselves last. Yeah. So they look after their, their own physical, mental, emotional needs come up back of the queue. Yeah. And what they should be doing is putting themselves first. Yes. Put themselves first, getting themselves in the best possible position to look after the family and work and then get that balance. Because I think, you know, I love the analogy that you hear on the aeroplanes where they say to you know, take your own oxygen mask before you help yeah. everybody else. And I think it's just exactly the same. You know, how can we power up our careers, our startups, or look after? our family if we aren't in the in the best possible place yeah I, I couldn't agree more and this was one of my major takeaways over the past year which is unless I start focusing on me how can I expect positive interactions with anybody else if, mm. if I'm not on my game I'm not completely happy so it, it really started with prioritizing me and getting me in the best pace possible and to become the best version of myself yeah and I, I found myself in this exact position then probably three or four years ago before I was mm. going on my own personal journey where I was just working mm. all the time and I'd sort of towards the end of the week I'd be sort of crawling through a Friday mm. using the weekend to recover not being particularly present with the family you know drinking far too much because I was stressed because there was no balance and it then just becomes a bit of a vicious circle because then mm. you don't sleep as well you don't recover as well and then before you know it it's that oh no it's Monday morning and then mm. it starts all over again and I think for me that was probably one of the catalysts for me to go on my own self-development journey yeah good stuff and I think you know we we also have to recognize that you know the the viewers and listeners are going to have 
pretty full-on demanding jobs. They're either going to be you know, pretty senior in a company, so they've got all the pressures and demands, or they might be running their own business, they might have their own yeah. starter. And you know, work does dominate a huge amount of our lives. And I think that it's really important to recognize that you know, whilst you're putting yourself first as a principal, sometimes stuff happens. Stuff yep. could happen with the family, stuff could happen with work, and therefore those priorities may juggle around, but actually that's more of a temporary thing, and it's yeah. an exception rather than it becoming the rule. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think there's some, there's some, there's some baseline principles that people can apply, and personally I've done, that would, would be helpful to keep keep the momentum in terms of the right kind of balance. Mm. Um, but this is all down to choice. So I suppose it's just being aware in terms of how, how one is, is spending their time and what they're focusing on and also the impact of that. Mm. You know, it's fine if somebody wants to work all the hours under the sun and that's their conscious decision and that's what they want to do, that's absolutely yeah. fine. Um, if, 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 if that is having quite a big impact on themselves and or their family, that, that's another another consideration. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I think I like the term used there, conscious decision making. Mm. Um, that really resonates with me. And I also refer to it as being really intentional. Yes. So if you make an intentional decision that you're going to spend you know, additional time in work because maybe there's a large project or there's a large bid or something is going on, then if you make an intentional decision, that's okay because you can speak to the family, you can speak to your wife, you can try and, you know, maybe you put the gym on the back burner for a week, whatever you need to do. Yeah. It's when it just becomes your normal mode of operating and then you're constantly firefighting. Yeah, yeah, completely. And, and I think um, it's worthwhile people listening to the other podcasts, video recordings, to look at the strategies that we discussed in all of them, actually, because in terms of getting balance and the stuff that we're advocating ourselves and the people that we, we deal with, mm. there's some really good best practice hints and tips throughout every single, every single recording yeah. that, that would help people achieve, if they want to, um, more, more balance as well as putting themselves first. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we've said in some of the other podcasts, Ben, haven't we, that you know, this series, you can listen to one and get some, some benefit. If you want to get the aggregate effect, listen to them all. And there is going to be some overlap and some duplication. But a lot of the things that we've been saying in the other podcasts will give you the balance. Yes. start to introduce the things that really make you physically, mentally and emotionally stronger. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the top three, as we said, which is if somebody can maximize their sleep, mm. they can maximize their energy and they can reduce their stress levels, their perceived stress levels to where they're performing. That's a great baseline to start from in terms of looking at some of the other details, for example, getting more balance. Because I know, again, from experience of people that I work with or previously, if I'm tired, that the rest of it really goes to pot. If I've had you know, a number of really bad nights sleep and I'm waking up thinking about stuff, really difficult to do a lot of this, this, this stuff unless I've nailed 
having a good night's sleep and having some consistency around that. Yeah, I um, I couldn't agree more. So you know, I've I've always struggled with balance, really, Ben. I think mm. I had this I had this tendency to work hard, work hard, work hard, push, 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 push. And it's probably only, I think, in the last 80 months have I really got a better sense of getting a bit more balance. Okay? Mm. And I think, that's, I think that's partly for a couple of different reasons. I think from, like the Aura Ring has definitely helped me with the daily readiness score. Okay. So that if, I, if my readiness score isn't high enough, then I'll just take my foot off the gas slightly. Maybe I'll cancel one or two meetings, or I make sure I, I get home early, or I prioritize sleep the following evening. Yeah, that, that has that has definitely helped me enormously, and I think I've also got more into the the mode of when I work, I I sprint and work incredibly hard, and then mm. rest, and then work incredibly hard, and then rest. And I find having those having the ability to sprint and rest means that I'm a lot more productive. Yes. Well, I get more done during the day. Therefore, I've got more time for me outside the co-working hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. And again, we've discussed this in, in one of the other podcasts, but in terms of focusing on, for me, what's, what's the one key thing, probably, that I'm putting off, that hmm. if I completed that, I would be really happy with that, with that day's work. Um, so that's what I focus on doing first thing, which is mm. one key activity and not, not stopping until it's mm. finished. Yeah. I was going to say as well, um, and we talked about being conscious, it's, it's allowing myself to enjoy being present and to enjoy doing whatever I'm doing. So if that is working on a task, I'm not thinking about anything until I've finished that. And equally, if I'm enjoying a holiday or some time off, that I'm completely present and mm. I'm not thinking about stuff that's out of my control mm. the past, the future, whatever, I'm completely there in that moment and I'm enjoying myself and I'm allowing myself to enjoy that, that time as well. Mm. Yeah, I think, that's, um, I think that's a great point. I think it's a really important one because you know, I hear so many stories from people where they've said, oh, I'm going away on holiday and I took my work laptop and I took my work mm. mobile and then they, mm. that, they end up in this mode of operation where they're not enjoying one or the other. So yeah. unless they've trapped between having to manage email and answer things and trying to yeah. spend time with the family, yeah. they're not doing a, they're not doing work a service, and they're not doing their family a service, or even yeah. themselves. And I think the other classic one that I hear clients say sometimes is, "Oh yeah, I was just uh, I was sat on the sofa watching Netflix with my wife, and I was doing email." Yeah. yeah. Hang on a second. You know, you're not spending time with your wife. You're not relaxing and watching TV, and you're not really giving work your full attention. So you're just sort of kidding yourself. Yeah. See, I think um, I, I'm I'm not mixed on this. I'll allow myself if I'm going to do a task at home. So if it is check emails, I don't have an issue with that if I've made it time bound and I'm conscious about that again. So as opposed to 15 minutes rolls into four hours. I don't have an issue personally with saying, right, I'm going to check this at this point and mm. then I'm turning off. But those are the parameters with it. A bit like, I don't, again, I don't personally have an issue with me going on holiday and taking my laptop, pr providing that it's sensible and it's not ruining the experience and being with my family. Mm. 
so I don't have an issue with again balance in terms of in terms of that providing offset parameters in terms of phone calls or emails or whatever I might be doing if it's urgent. Um, equally, I don't have an issue with completely turning off. So I suppose it's as a, as appropriate. But that's what I, I tend to mentally do, which is say, okay, this is fine, but it's only for this this period of time. Yeah, I like that, and you just spark a thought in my mind on a reminder. I went on holiday to Egypt last Easter, and I did exactly that. Mm. So Liz, who works with me as my assistant, was on holiday, mm. and we were sending out uh, we were sending out blog posts on the run up to the launch of the book. Yes. So whilst I was away on holiday. There's things I had to do just to get the blog post ready and send out because she was on holiday. Mm. So what I did was I agreed with family that while they go for breakfast, because I don't need breakfast, I will mm. I will go on the balcony and I'll get my 45 minutes of stuff done. Yeah. And it was a great feeling knowing it was done, it wasn't hanging over me, and I could enjoy the rest of the day. And, yes. and this, and also this April was the first time where after that hour, every day, I put my phone in the safe. Yeah, brilliant. And that was, and that was incredibly powerful from, a, from, the, from, from the realization of how much I was enjoying the time without thinking, oh, I wonder who sent me a WhatsApp. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if somebody's replied to that Facebook post or that LinkedIn post. Uh, so I think, you know, the reason for telling people that that story is, you know, you and I are not perfect. You know, we're on our own journeys. Yeah, we probably have a lot more content to share. Also, we, we have a lot of content to share and we put a huge amount of these actions into place ourselves. Mm. We're still on our own journeys too. Mm. And I think, you know, the, the question of balance is something that we're all constantly striving for. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to just talk, Ben, a little bit about holidays and how important they are? And I know we were speaking a little bit, a little bit about this before we started the podcast, but um, if you could to get your thoughts on how holidays play into the whole balance equation. Do you know, I feel a slight hypocrite talking around this because previously I haven't been particularly good in terms of taking them or taking work away with me or not turning off. But I completely appreciate, again, I suppose it's having different experiences and however that's defined for people, because somebody might define it as a holiday. I might want to go away with family. I might want to go away on a driving, a driving trip. So I suppose it means different things to different people. But for me, it's whatever I, I'm passionate about and I, I enjoy doing mm -hmm. and, and building that in into my into my life so i have the things that i want in my life mm. um so for me it's not necessarily just lying on a beach and chilling out it might be doing something outdoors with the family mm -hmm. um it could be it could be a whole range of experiences so it's that's that's how i would answer that um, yeah. in terms of making time for the stuff that i enjoy doing Mm. and building that into my lifestyle so at one point i was going to say nick when you talk about your holiday and doing some work whilst your family was having breakfast is parkinson's law which is however long somebody allocates for a task it typically mm. will take that time mm. so when i'm aware of right i want to do this and i make it time bound and i make it quite stretching in terms of that time 
Mm. And that, that gives me a goal to go for. So, so for example, if I said this is going to take me half an hour to read and respond to 10 emails, it will probably mm. take half an hour. If I said that will take two hours, it will probably take an hour and a half and then I'll get distracted doing something else. So yeah. I, I found that really useful in, in terms of uh, giving myself parameters um, to, to allow myself to do something um, and then get back to whatever else it, it is that I'm wanting to do. Yeah, great. Uh, I think the other thing that people can do, Ben, is, is think about the transition between your working day and your home life. Yes. When you put the key in through the front door, you switch off from work mode and you're in family mode so that you can be really, truly present with your family. And what you are doing is, is carrying the stress and burden from work into family life and then you start having a niggling argument with your partner and you start shouting at the kids because they've been too loud. It's mm -hmm. about, and if, you, and if you can't, if you struggle to switch your mindset as the key goes through the front door, develop some kind of habit or ritual you can do that when you get home that puts you in, in a much better place. And that could be when you, when you get undressed from your work clothes that you maybe do a five-minute meditation or yeah. some breathing exercises or something that allows you to park work and be present with the family. I, um, I would advocate going for a short walk. If, mm. if somebody were feeling like that before they mentally twist the key and they go from work to the commute to home, that if they don't feel they're in the right space, they just go for a five-minute walk. Again, calm their minds and then they're ready to go in. Mm. And I think that is particularly useful if people work from home because it's very challenging to, to, to know where yeah. that transition point is because yeah, you're working all day. But if you say, laptop's closed, I'm going for a walk, yeah, and then you come back, it's quite a good way to transition from, from work to family. And it's great exercise, so we're, yeah. we're winning. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so in terms of, in terms of being at home, because it's, it's a great point, again, I suppose in terms of having parameters of, of what, what the evening or what the weekend should look like, again, of being conscious about that. Mm -hmm. So not, not having the laptop open or turning off the work mobile, really important. And people might struggle with that initially, but that's mm -hmm. absolutely in their right to do that. Yeah, yeah, I think you know, we've become... We've become a slave to the forms now, and I think they are, you know, they're, the, they're, the, they're probably the best invention of the last hundred years. Yeah. Uh, but actually, these things tear our balance apart because, you know, we'd be there watching TV and going to Facebook, and an hour later you're still scrolling, or you see an email from work, and it's a bad email, and you see it at nine, at nine o'clock at night, and that sends you mm. a flat spin. Mm -hmm. so, so I think you know one of my one of my clients um, he you now refuses to take his phone into lunch. They leave the phones in the kitchen. Okay, I think it's a great idea. It's like phones yeah. from lunch. Yeah, I think anything that you can do to avoid the temptation to fall into email or fall into social media will help you just be more present in what you're doing. Yeah. 
where that's yeah. doing something for yourself or doing something with the with the family. Yeah, totally agree. I think you know the probably we've scooted across it a bit, but I think probably the the one biggest thing is probably email, and I think that mm. the listeners and viewers only take one thing away from this podcast. I want them to take away stop being a slave to your email. Yeah. Stop checking your email 20, 30 times a day. Try and get into a routine of just checking your email at set times during the day. And make sure people are aware that you're checking your email only at those times during the day. Because then people will start to adapt. And if something's urgent, they'll pick up the phone and call you. Yeah. And I saw a quote the other day that really resonated with me. And it was, somebody sending you an email is them putting something on your to-do list. Absolutely. And, that's, yeah. and that is so, so right. So I think what I would advocate is, is stop being a slave to email because if you really want to add value to your company or your startup, you're not going to do it via, via email. You need to be doing the more strategic, deeper work. Yes. And I would, I would um, advocate using one's, one's calendar as a reminder which is, again, it's absolutely fine consciously to do this. It's just where one's getting interruptions from other people and it's their agenda, which then switches one's mind to somebody else's agenda. You know, email comes in, I don't need to look, oh, I've looked at it. So I've stopped focusing on what I'm doing. And now they've interrupted my day, but it's their agenda. What do they want? So I I would advocate having times in the day and again, people can play around with the frequency where they check email and they can set up an out of office style message to detail this, mm. which is I don't check email from this time to this time, but I do check it here. Mm. If it is life changingly urgent, <laughs> here's my mobile. Yeah. Um, something, something along those lines. So there are, there are ways of doing it because we're not advocating don't pick up your mobile, don't take any calls, don't check email. That's definitely not what we're saying but putting the individual in charge so they're conscious um, yeah. about what they're, what they're doing. I like what you said there about the whole point around somebody's, somebody else's point of view and the nature of the distraction. Mm. Because if we're trying to be in the moment doing something and we get distracted, then it takes us out of being present. Yeah. So one of the things I really advocate is to turn off all notifications on your laptop. So don't even have the little buttons showing how many unread messages. <laughs> Definitely yeah. with, your, with your mobile phone, turn off all notifications. Because then you're in control of when you want to dip into WhatsApp or dip into Facebook or dip into your email rather than being driven by, oh, there's a little red mark there or somebody said this or something and then before you know it you're in there you're looking and then you've been distracted from the present moment if somebody wants to take this up a level and it's not hugely costy because one can do this on a freelance basis a part-time or a full-time there's different options um, and you mentioned it before nick which is getting an assistant so this could be a virtual assistant with people and it's worthwhile people thinking about how much their time is worth, you know, per minute or per hour. And what can they outsource on a lower value task? 
Mm -hmm. So somebody fielding phone calls or emails can easily be outsourced to anybody around the world nowadays for a, a number of dollars per hour. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's worth, worth thinking about, meaning that somebody has time to focus on the, the big value items where they, they bring a lot of credibility and matches their skill set. Yeah, I agree. I think anything that you don't enjoy and you could afford to outsource, absolutely. Yeah. So there, yeah. is a, there, is a, there is a decision to be made if you really enjoy something and you can afford outsourcing and it takes up some, some time but you really enjoy it. Like I have, a, have a, very, a very good friend who has a massive, massive garden and he chooses to do all, all of the gardening himself and it's a real yeah. burden on his time but he actually enjoys it. So yeah. he, won't, he won't outsource it. But anything that you can do around food preparation to do it in batches or to outsource your food ingredients or to have a cleaner or to a gardener all of these kind of things along with admin admin tasks if you have the means to be able to outsource them just get rid of them because that would give you the time back for you to start focusing on some of the things that you really want to be doing and, and when you add it up it's quite an interesting exercise to do and I mean, it might not be inexpensive because we might be talking two to £500 a month mm. maybe to do some of this, which is to have a virtual assistant, to have a gardener, to have a cleaner, to have an ironer, to have a cook, maybe more. But then you look at, okay, what do I get in return from a time point of view? And what, what return can I create from, from that amount of time that I'm saving from mm. outsourcing and spending that money? Mm. Um, and it when when I've looked at it like that, it's a no-brainer. It is, absolutely. Absolutely a no-brainer. When I hired Liz as my assistant, I couldn't believe the sheer volume of things she took off my, off my plate. And actually, I really dislike admin. <laughs> I, really, I, mean, I just cannot, I will, I will procrastinate over admin constantly. And so Liz does as much admin as she can for me like booking in clients and raising invoices, all of those kind of things. But there is some admin I still have to do myself. Sure. And I do exactly what you mentioned earlier. I have a two hour window on a Friday morning where I get all my admin done. And I just suck it up and just do it. But because I've allowed myself a fairly short window, I just sit down and do it, it gets done. Yep. And I, and if I give myself a four-hour window or five, I would just I'd end up procrastinating and getting distracted. And so I think outsourcing is really powerful, particularly for those things that you dislike doing. Should we should we summarise just in terms of what people can do then moving moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. Should we go first? So it's in my experience and the people I've worked with, prioritising myself to be the best version that I can be, mm -hmm. um, then family, then work, as opposed to completely the other way around, and then not doing anything particularly well. So that's, that's the key insight and, and takeaway for me, which is the order in terms of that I, I advocate for myself, and I would for others, of prioritising myself. So mm. I get a quality night's sleep, my energy levels are high, and I'm in a good place mentally. Yeah, agree. Be selfish. 
be absolutely safe. It's okay to be selfish. I suppose it's being selfish to be selfless. Yeah, agree. I like that. If I've been, if I've had a bad night's sleep and I'm stressed, I'm no good to anybody. So I won't be, I won't be giving value with what I do from a work point of view. I won't be present with the family. Yeah. So, so that that's what we're saying. Yeah. And I'd add to start being present in whatever you're doing. So if you're doing a piece of work, be present for that piece of work and don't get distracted. If you're going to be with the family, be present with the family. If you're out on a bike ride or a walk, be present in what you're doing and enjoy the moment for, for what the moment is and have that as your sole focus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Make a decision, stick to it and enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's I think it's okay for the balance to be out of whack. Yeah. And it, and it's okay to do some work on your holiday or to have a blend between your personal and business life as long as you're intentional. And you're making a conscious decision that that is what we're doing and you and you're really linked in with the why behind it. Yeah. Great stuff. And I think there's also, you know, the whole piece around distractions and trying to minimize distractions by turning off all notifications and also trying to outsource anything that you really don't like doing or is relatively um, low value to what your time's worth so yeah. that you can then start to reclaim back some time. And finally, to watch our other videos around how to maximize quality of sleep how to maximize energy levels and from a mindless point of view how to calm the mind down mm, yeah perfect cool thanks ben thanks nick thank you for listening and we hope that you enjoyed the show you can find the video audio and detailed show notes at www.upgradedexecutive.com at the end of this 10-episode podcast series, we will send all of our subscribers an exclusive ebook which summarises everything that Ben and I discuss on the show. Be sure to leave your details on our website. You can also find us on all of our social platforms at Connect With UE.